0: In light of the current situation, we will be highlighting black women of color who are doing remarkable things in their respective fields, starting with Morgan Brown. Morgan Brown is a UPenn Warden Marketing graduate, Chicago native, now based in New York City, a skincare connoisseur and YouTuber of around 600k subscribers, who is shifting perspectives one story at a time. You can catch her talking about skincare and sharing her travels on both her Instagram and YouTube channel. Here's our conversation with Morgan.
1: You are listening to the UNI podcast, a lifestyle podcast aiming to create a passionate and thriving community who aspire and inspire in all aspects of life here are your hosts Ozzy and Carol
0: So today we have Morgan on our episode today. Welcome to the You and I podcast.
2: Woo, I'm so excited to be Woo! here. <laughs> yeah, thank you guys for thinking of me and inviting me on.
0: We have a couple questions for you, but first, how are you?
2: Thank you for asking. Um, I feel like that's something I've been trying to do better at before I start conversations. Like, wait, I'm sorry, how are you doing today, this week? Especially given all the chaos that's going on in the world right now. But to be really honest, I feel really good. I actually just got off of a FaceTime with all of my cousins. I have a pretty big family on both sides, my mom and dad's side, Um, but I was talking to all of my cousins from my dad's side and these are like the cousins I grew up with and I'm the youngest out of everyone, so everyone's older than me, but it was just so nice to see us all together, I mean virtually of course, but so nice to just talk to them and see their faces and I'm the only one that lives out of state, everybody's still back in Chicago. So they're very curious to know what's going on with me and how I'm doing. So they brought a lot of light to my day and I'm feeling good. I've been feeling good actually over these last couple of days. Um, so that's been yeah, nice. Yeah, that's
1: amazing.
2: <laughs> yeah. How are you guys? I will throw that question back And Are you still on campus? And if so, how is uh, that? No,
1: we, were, we were kicked out of campus.
2: Oh!
1: <laughs> ages <ago>. <laughs> 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 um, Yeah, we were... Probably like in March, I think, like second week of March, you were just like out of there. They said you got to go.
0: Yeah, spring break.
2: Wait, where did you go?
0: I'm from the Bahamas, so I'm on an international student visa. I spent, like I had to pack up everything. I had to find storage for everything. This is like very last minute storage as well. And I kind of just had to go. (sighs)
2: Whoa. Yeah. Just try to stay present. That's a lot and that can be overwhelming, but just stay present where you are. You're safe, you're healthy, and it all will work itself out when... It does, you know. <laughs> so
1: before we get started into our main questions, you wanted to break the ice a little bit? If you could create a slogan for your life, what would it be?
2: Um, I would say right now, my slogan for my life, at least over these last couple of years, would be to be gentle.
1: Mm, that's beautiful.
2: It's about being gentle first to yourself, um, which then allows you to be gentle to other people. It allows you to be a little bit more understanding and compassionate. I have been in a space before where I wasn't so gentle and um, it wasn't wasn't the best space to be in. And when I kind of made this switch, I have been able to, I guess, be a little bit more honest with myself and what I'm feeling at all times. And that's important, right? Because if you don't do that, you allow things to build up. Or you maybe start to project feelings that you're, you're may not feeling. Or things bottle up to the point where it's not even your true emotions at all. So, at all times, when I am feeling whatever I need to feel, I tell myself, allow you to feel it. But be very gentle with your mm. feelings and how you treat them. Um, and it's been so healthy for me.
1: That's actually beautiful. That's wow. very refreshing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's Wow, that just makes me happy. <laughs>
2: it does being gentle makes you happy try it for yourself I promise it just makes everything so much easier that's really good
1: (laughs) wow okay (laughs) diving in could you please share with us your background and the story that has led you to where you are now
2: um growing up I had this love for performing arts and I also did public speaking for (laughs) four years competitively in high school so I, I just had this like Morgan, if you want to go ahead and get on the stage and talk to 500 people right now, like, could you go do it? Yeah, I can go do it. I can go tell an awesome story. Um, That in tandem with, I had a little bit of a video production background, whereas I just really love to produce short little pieces. It was all about telling a story. I think it's, it's what it was. So combining those two is when I found YouTube. I was definitely familiar with the platform before I joined on as a creator. I loved YouTube for just what it was. Um, Way back when, right, We, we didn't have many influencers or creators or these channels that exist now. It was just about, like, just show your art show how you can put together a creative piece, whether it's a, it's yourself or you're doing, like music videos were kind of a thing, like way back when, right? Even like little home music videos. So I, I found YouTube and I just got to a point where I'm like, well, why can't I um, do this? I'm not afraid. I have no fear of showing myself in that way online, almost like this performance. I have the tools or at least the, the tools that I need to start. So why don't I just start it? So I think I really got going my senior year of high school. I was definitely very shy about my channel, you know, because he was making YouTube videos at that time. Um, (laughs) I didn't really want to talk about it, but it was a platform that was growing. So by the time I got to Penn, which I'll never forget this, I had a, it was definitely an upperclassman, I think, because it was a freshman at the time, who kind of stopped me on the path, like, hey, Morgan, like, Aren't you on YouTube? Like, I love your stuff. I love who you are. Great job. And I actually think it was because of her that I became a little bit more like open to sharing what I was doing, especially at a place like Penn, Mm. especially at a place like Wharton, Mm. where um, everyone's kind of following this same path. And if you do anything outside of that, um, one, it isn't normal. It isn't conventional. Um, and you really don't have many resources. So when I got to Penn, I started to be a little bit more, more open with my channel and I really started to kind of get the ball rolling. I think I was at Penn when I gained a hundred thousand subscribers, which is crazy. Um, but also being in the classroom, got me thinking about a lot of things where I said, okay, this is something I'm obviously committed to. I'm passionate about, and I want to see grow long-term. What can I take? from Penn or this experience, this classroom, that's going to allow me to do that. So that's when I really started to get more specific about my concentration. I knew I wanted it to be in marketing. Um, I was learning things about data analytics and consumer behavior and um, like how to like track your sales, all the background, things, even accounting, finance, like learning money management really prepared me by the time I was, you know, ready to graduate. I was like, I'm gonna take this thing full full time. It's definitely um it's it's large enough. Um I feel like I've gained enough to make it sustainable. Um and yeah when I graduated Penn in twenty eighteen, I was like I'm gonna move to New York and be a full time, I guess creator is what I call myself now. And, and you're
1: doing it. That Congrats. yeah, I've been
2: doing it for like <laughs> I think it's been like five years. Um maybe even a little bit over that. I've still been doing it and it's been such a beautiful journey, I must say. Wow, that's amazing. Thank you for sharing your journey with us.
0: <laughs> what would you say is your biggest lesson learned from your experience at Penn?
2: My biggest lesson from Penn is, I think it was about learning how to navigate the real world. Um, a little background, I'm from Chicago, born and raised, and everyone that I went to school with Everyone that was in my community, all of my friends, they looked just like me. And these were the people who was doing well, like top of the class, everyone looked like me. And my decision to actually leave Chicago and to, and to go off to a place so unfamiliar, what so I can get uncomfortable? And going to Penn definitely slapped me hard in the face. Uh, <laughs> my freshman year was a cultural shock. And that's it's crazy to say, like it was the first time that I was around people that didn't look anything like me. Yeah. That I really felt that I was the minority. Mm-hmm. And I said, relate, yes. oh my God, this is what the world looks like. Like, what do you yeah. mean? <laughs> what do yeah. you mean? But you know, what I learned is I learned how to walk into those rooms and, and be confident. I've learned how not to like put my hand down when I have something to say. I learned how to be different and accept that. I've learned just really how to step out of my comfort zone. And that, and, and just with that alone, like fear doesn't exist. Uh, fear is all about comfort. And once you, and for four years, I was uncomfortable. And for me, that was enough time to say, oh, I can do anything. Like fear, fear can't exist past this point, you know? Um, I've got to know and almost love uncomfort. It, it's been the biggest, I guess, push in my career um even like to till today
1: wow well, i feel that i definitely I, I can definitely relate
2: yeah yeah i know you guys feel i mean of... <laughs> if you think
0: about it ozi came from nigeria and i yeah. came from the bahamas both predominantly black countries and we both went to boarding schools. yeah yeah so when we got there we were probably just like oh <laughs> this is how the world looks so definitely definitely understand that yeah it's tough
1: um but you talked a lot about like YouTube and how you began on YouTube so do you feel that YouTube has changed you as a person and what have you learned I guess the most from your experience
2: I feel like I can make it about two things I can make it about the the people right what people have been able to do for my life that's life-changing like having a community community that supports you a community that believes in you That can shift a lot. That that is what makes you feel like I can conquer and do anything. It's a lot of responsibility, too. That's a lesson out of people that I've learned, that I have a responsibility to people. And it's one that I accept. It's not one that was just given to me and I just have to deal with it. It's one that I love to have. And I think that's why I've been so successful thus far, because that is so clear and evident in in, in my content, Uh, even the way that I communicate like off my channel, even just small messages or DMs with my community, my, my friends, my people online, you know? Um, but also YouTube has changed me as a person. The way I have come to show myself, YouTube has been a big part of that. I feel like I've always been I don't know very performative like I want everyone to know like how I'm feeling I will share with this person that person but YouTube has challenged me in so many different ways on how to tell like that story or a story my story um, and it's been fun like figuring it it all out I remember it was a point that I was telling like I was doing my content in one way and was fun and was great Then I reached a point with that se- I reached a point and I said um, that's not fulfilling for me anymore um, and I think that came with time. And it was also cool to see my audience like get older and be like, mm, that content's not work for me. Okay, let's, let's let's figure something else out. So I started t- storytelling in just so many different ways. And that has allowed me to get to know myself a little bit more intimately, the behind the scenes of, of the YouTube video, like how you're actually piecing a video together. To see the changes in my process um, has allowed me to really ask myself hard questions, um, To get those answers and figure out the best way to communicate them because even though I may feel them, it's hard to get those into words and YouTube has always challenged me To get it into words so I can then share it with someone else. So that's been great to have because I've also been seeing that play out in so many Different parts of my life. Like I know how to communicate with my friends and, and my family and uh, my partner uh, I don't I don't have a partner. I'm just saying, you know, the partners I have had uh, <laughs> and the ones that I'm getting ready to have real soon, you know, because I'm working on calling. Yes, love you got to gotta, you gotta speak
1: it. Yeah. Um,
2: it's definitely um, played a big part, a huge role in That's those good. areas. <laughs>
1: I think we can definitely relate in terms of like how you see different relationships in that space of YouTube, especially seeing as how me and Kara are best friends, but we're doing a podcast together. So so awesome. it kind of (laughs) like switches the whole dynamic when we're like recording and doing interviews. Very
0: interesting point. What have you learned being a black woman in a social media space? Does it have anything to do with you learning how to be uncomfortable at Penn? How does that all work out?
2: Um, yeah. Being a black woman in social media space. Woo, woo, woo. I even think <laughs> about way back when, when I started YouTube, this was like 20, we can say 2013. Um, it wasn't many girls that looked like me if any a few we definitely don't know let me no give everyone their flowers honey there there are some like leaders that's been in the game for a very long time um black women who are doing Mm. amazing things now and those women were actually my those who i looked up to those who existed those those girls those women who was before me and definitely inspired me to jump on the platform but being black is hard it's been hard from the beginning and it is still hard but i will say the greatest lesson out of out of uncomfort is to learn how to be unapologetically you at all times and and, and not feel sorry for it you you share things that are important to you and your values and the values of your community like that is what matters to me it's always matter and um no no brand, no platform will take me away from that. It hasn't taken me away from that, but it is challenging to continuously fight for. To be an unapologetic Black woman on social media as a career is a challenge because a lot of the spaces that we need in order to be these true selves just don't exist yet, but they they, they, they are happening. They're blossoming, and it's been so nice to see, but it's not all there yet. So I think what I had to tell myself is just know that this is, this will forever be hard and you're going to have to keep pressing on that ceiling. But one day it's going to break. It's going to break, honey. And everyone that's before you and everyone's come after you is just going to fly on through. But that's been, that's been the biggest challenge. But lesson. it's just allowed me to be more, just hard on who I am as a person and what I represent and what values that I do have that I won't negotiate or barter for anything.
1: And I feel like that's amazing because as you said, people looking up to you, um, especially like people who look like you, yeah. are seeing you do that and, you know, know that it's possible and doable. Yeah. So thank you for that. What is your why? Have you found it yet? If you haven't, um, what has the process looked like?
2: Yeah. You know, to be honest, if you would ask me this question maybe a year ago, mm-hmm. I would have been like, yeah, this is my why. Um, but I don't think I have it yet. I think okay. I'm getting closer to it. Um, but I, I, I couldn't put it in a sentence for you. Um, I do feel like I am on the right path. There was mm-hmm. a lot of things that has happened in my life, um, some that are very tragic. Uh, one that is definitely very tragic and that would be the passing of my father in 2017. Um, But I'm definitely at the point in my life, like since then, when I recognize all that has happened to me is just this beautiful process to get me to a why. And um, I am learning to accept every step along the way. And I'm also learning to be patient with why. I'm learning to be more patient with what I have right now and why it's important Mm -hmm. and why it has value in my life. And once I get that, of course, I will get to a why at some time. It has to come into my life. Um, but I need to be a little bit more focused on what exists or what's coming into my life right now.
1: Yes, I like that. I love that. I think <laughs> that's, that's life. Right,
2: right. But that's a, <laughs> as simple as that may sound. It's so hard to really like, like settle in the mind, yeah. to really like practice to be patient with why to be patient with a Z. To be patient with an end result, Mm a goal, that's hard. But it's so worth it. And I promise you'll see so many more flowers along the way if you just sit in where you are right now.
0: Wow, this is a good episode. But on a lighter note, can you walk us through your skincare
2: routine? Oh, honey, of course. you see my skin? There's nothing on <laughs> yes, right now. Yes, it's
1: glowing. Uh, no,
2: thank you, thank you. I take pride in my skin, okay? This is an investment. Uh, my skincare Cara, this routine. Does remind
1: you of someone? I feel like this is me. <laughs>
2: I, was, yeah, yes. I took
1: all my skin. Come on, like that. <laughs>
2: in skin. Yes, it's so important. We need to take care of ourselves. Oh, skincare is actually what taught me to be gentle. To even bring it back full mm. circle. But what's happening in my routine? Okay, product. Do you want to know product names? Like honestly,
1: everything. Okay, everything and anything. Should we
2: split this morning and night? Because you know, there's two different routines. Yes, yes okay. let's do
1: that. Let's do that.
2: So morning, I definitely try to keep things pretty simple. Um, and don't try to put too much on my skin or put it through too much. So I'll probably go with a cleanser, a toner, essence toner, just a little bit more hydration, or a serum, and a moisturizer.
1: And there she, she said it. And there she goes. That's that's.
2: I think <laughs> I, I think the, the 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 star of the of the morning routine would have to be. This new uh, treatment, it's, it's called a treatment lotion, but it reminds me a lot of an Essence toner and it's by Origins. It's uh, their okay. Mega Mushroom Resilience, something like that. Okay, and girl, okay. okay, if you're looking for some hydration into your skin, go <laughs> get that. It applies just like a toner. You can use it right after your toner, but mm. like it just, it's almost like adding that third dose of hydration to the skin. Mm. Um, I've been doing it yeah, probably for the last, I've added it. Couple weeks ago, like three weeks ago, and the glass skin thing, like I got it. That's a like down a, a new
1: trend. Yeah, that glass skin. I got
2: it. I got it. And it's because of that lotion. Yep, wow. you
1: got
0: um, it. I can see it.
1: I, yeah, we can see you guys. In case, yeah, because this is a podcast, you can't see her skin. But trust us when we say it looks it looks good.
2: <laughs> uh, let's see, nighttime, I think it, get a, it gets a little bit more extensive. Um, so I always go with an oil cleanser. I have to double cleanse at night. Um, and we're at home, and, and I'm not wearing any makeup. But don't get me wrong, sometimes I'll put on a little eyebrow, okay? Uh, I will give you a little concealer, maybe even a little highlight. Um, so at night, I have to make sure that it's all removed, right? Um, so I'll do an oil cleanser, a pre-cleanse. Follow up with my regular cleanser. We're back to that Essence Toner. Because I'm the girl that likes to go to bed with like heavy, heavy like hydration. So I can wake up and my skin is just as hydrated. Um, The Essence Toner is still in there. I do mask at night. You might find me with two masks. I'll probably do a detox mask and like a hydration sheet mask. Such a good combo, guys. Like if you feel like your skin is congested, do you a detox mask and then boom, smack on some hydration and like your skin is going to breathe, I promise. Um, Serum, moisturizer, boom. Oil, of course, to seal. Yes, oil. That's it.
1: (laughs) I love that. Um, But, you know, talk to us more about your evolution in terms of your skincare. Has it changed
2: Mm, over the years? Yeah, it has. I always, I, I wasn't always a skincare girl. I don't know how long you guys have been following me um, or when you ran into my channel or my page. Skincare wasn't always the star content on my channel. Um, I didn't come into skincare until after um, I lost my father in 2017. My father wasn't sick. Um, he wasn't in and out of the hospital, but he did reach a point where we as a family had to be very mindful um, of his health, um, and so did he. So it was almost this um, kind of daily check-in with him. Like, hey, like, are you taking care of yourself today? Like, yeah. what did you put inside of your body, you know? Um, and as that became a routine for us, I had to figure out how to do that for myself. Like, where was I feeling good in my routine? Was I feeling good in the routine? Did I have a routine? Like, mm-hmm. how was I taking care of my insides in order to feel my best And I, I didn't even know what that feeling was. I didn't even know what I was asking my dad to do because I didn't have yeah. that for myself. I started picking up products. I started, you know, I was always into beauty, but it wasn't so hardcore. It mm-hmm. wasn't so like, this is my routine. And if I don't do it, my day is a shit show. Um, yeah. Start picking up products, just started to try things out. Just just had to figure out, okay, what mask would I put mm-hmm. on that's going to make me feel, I don't know, grounded or just calm or relaxed or pretty or beautiful yes. or, you know, whatever. Um, and up until the point of my dad passing, it just kept going and it kept growing, but it, it, the meaning changed for me. Like skincare was about taking care of yourself and mm-hmm. it, it, it was about how to take care of yourself and and how to feel good, like how to generate your own sense of wellness And that's what I've been sharing on my platform since. My father is the one that got me where I am. That's what we talk about, this beautiful process. It it hurts. Don't get me wrong. It's hard. Um, But it's been so beautiful that i found something so precious, like skincare, um, Mm. through something so dark and something that a lot of people won't think a happy ending come out of, but a beautiful one has come out. Um, And it's been connecting with people through how to take care of themselves
0: Wow, thank you for that. I'm glad that something so beautiful came from something so dark in your life. But I guess a question I have for you is what tips would you have for someone who is trying to learn how to read their skin and understand what's going on with their
2: skin? Definitely start, I mean, I know right now we're on lockdown, so when I say no. go get help, you can't, like, go make a, a, an appointment with your dermatologist mm. or oh no, esthetician. I've been so trying. I, def- right, I definitely, <laughs> I do know some spas are offering, like, digital, like, consultations, which is pretty cool, but I know it's not the same. I will start with just getting to know your skin for yourself. Knowing, like, what causes my skin to react what causes my skin to feel soothed? Um, and when you start targeting this, it starts with product, of course. You start with what you, ha- what you have. So maybe you have that one sheet mask and you're like, hmm, after I've used this sheet mask, my skin feels really refreshed. It feels mm-hmm. really nourished. I like that sheet mask. Cool. That product is great. Put it in your routine. But then you graduate and you go to a point where you're like, okay, what ingredients? are inside of this one sheet mask because it's the ingredients that is making your skin feel that way, not Mm -hmm. the brand and not the label. Okay. It's what is actually inside of it. So once you start then targeting ingredients that works, you can find these ingredients in so many products. And then from there you build your routine. Of course, this takes a lot of time. I tell people all the time, like guys, your skin, (laughs) you're not going to wake up with beautiful. Okay. Healthy skin. It's an investment. It's 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 a serious investment and it's one that you have to actually like care for. Skin skincare takes a lot of time. That's the investment.
1: Um, yeah. So moving on to the next question, I've noticed that you travel a lot. Yes. Well, I love, I love, I love the travel, the travel content. <laughs> Thank so, you. So, of all the places that you've been, what has been your favorite place? <gasps> um, and what have you learned from traveling and exploring?
2: Um, Bali would be my Ooh, favorite place in I the always world. Always wanted to go to Bali. So beautiful. Um, it was a mm. solo trip. Um, the first, the first leg of it was solo. Then a friend met me out there. Um, such a, a spiritual trip for me, an enlightening trip. Um, it's definitely my favorite place in the world because the food is amazing. Um, the people are just so nice. Um, the people want to show you their home, um, and they will make like every effort to do that. My host was just so warm. Um, he woke me into his home, but also like introduced me to his family. Um, it was a place that I felt most moved by. I couldn't tell you like it was this exact moment. It was, it, it was a place that was definitely very spiritual. But historically, the, I mean, Bali is um, with all of their um, like holy temples, um, even with the religion. It's really big there. But it was a place that felt like home in, in a way. It was a, a place where I connected with my father on a, on a yeah. new and different level. Um, so we'll always have a special place in my heart.
1: um, I want to hear more about this, like solo trips.
2: Yeah, I I get it. Like solo traveling is not just like, oh, tomorrow (laughs) I'm going to go solo travel. There are people who can do that. And I find those people so extraordinary, but I feel like I've came to terms with solo traveling just because, you know, at a point when you travel for so long and I've had great group travel trips, don't get me wrong. I love to travel with my homegirls, but you get to the point where you're like, this probably can be a little different if I just see it for myself, like I don't have to worry mm. about anyone else and their plans and their scheduling or what they wanna do. It's all about what I want to do in a place that's just so un- unfamiliar. Again, it's all about that discomfort. You have to accept that that's exactly what you're gonna feel and then it's like, okay, once I feel discomfort, what do I do with it? Do I sit in it or do I go explore it? And then who knows, you you might bring just some life-changing experiences into your life once you you're able to make that decision. So I think that's that's just where I had to be. I had to say, okay, are you okay with being uncomfortable? Yes. Oh, then then go. Okay, I'll go. And I tr- trust me. Sooner or later, the discomfort it leaves, and you're just sitting and just bliss, and that will encourage you. That alone encouraged me to go see more places by myself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you make me want to go travel and see the world for myself now. So thank you for that. But. Do you mind describing your perfect day?
2: <laughs> um. Yep, it will be waking up when my body wakes up. I've been learning that more. I'm the girl that will set a alarm because I just need a schedule. I, I know I do. <laughs> I need a schedule. Um. But this week I said, forget the alarm, wake up when your body feels like it needs to. So one waking up then, but definitely in time where it's still morning, um, <laughs> making me a nice cup of coffee, only with almond milk, so I'm sorry, listeners. If you like that oat milk, we don't mess with that over here. Um, almond milk, and I have this frother that like now I can make these lattes, so yeah, coffee game is up, okay? When it comes to a perfect day, I'm gonna just, just X, like put a big X on work. Um, I'll probably go and do my skincare. Um, I'll have a workout, oh, a nice shower, uh, maybe even a bath where I can just soak. You know, probably still have that mask on. Have me a glass of wine, um, watch one of my favorite movies, maybe. Right? This this is this is a good life. Okay, I'm I'm feeling this day. Um, a glass of wine on the couch, maybe read a few chapters, play me some I don't know, some Frankie Beverly and Mays, and just chill out. Okay, that's a I perfect like that. day for me. Yeah, I
0: like that. <laughs> <laughs> On the topic of your perfect day and reading uh, books, do you have any book
2: recommendations?
0: Oh,
2: I just finished Life of Pi. <sighs> oh. I remember reading it um, when I was younger, but the book has just a completely different meaning um, now yeah. and where I am in my life. And it was such a beautiful read. I mean, it was nice because I followed up with the movie. Mm. Um, oh, and I It's like one that. of my favorite like movies. That. The picture of that movie is just... Uh, <laughs> Um, but right now I'm reading um, I Know Why the Cage Verse Sings um, and I'm excited about I've never read it before but I've read a, a few of Maya Angelou's pieces I love her as a writer I know this I, I've heard from my friends it's supposed to be a little bit of a harder read it's a it's a uh, it's one that can take a toll on you <laughs> but um, I'm excited to get into it
1: so our next question is um, how was it building your brand and um, do you have any tips or advice for anybody who wants to you know kind of build their brand you know
2: I would say um it's been fun it's been fun doing it a lot of fun actually um just allowing myself to evolve figuring out what's important to me right now and how do I bring that value into my brand that's been fun to figure out while also still being as genuine to myself as possible and my my community as possible it's been a fun and again that to buzzword beautiful process um, for anyone who wants to whether they' whether it's a brand on social media or yeah. it's a brand off of social media like it doesn't matter mm. um, I would say my piece of advice would be um, and I, also another common thing that we've talked about already is just to be genuine and true to who you mm. are and what you have to share and offer um, that is what splits the difference between you and the next creator I like
1: that I like we like that I like that. A lot. I like that <laughs> <a lot.
0: laughs> what is what are your intentions for the rest of 2020
2: um my intentions my intentions are to um get back committed to YouTube um I I want to see that this year I feel like I'm in a place where I can commit to it and really believe that I'm committed I can trust that I'm committed to it I would love to mm, let me think about this for 2020, I want to get better at bringing my family together, like almost okay. being mm. that connector for everybody. Like I mentioned, all my family's in Chicago and I'm in New York. So distance um, is hard for us as a family. Don't like We talk every day. Me, my mom, my sister, my grandma, <laughs> we're on FaceTime just like this every single day with each other. Wow. So sometimes like hours at a time just to kiki. Whatever, yeah. like these are like my home girls. I um, love them. But I wanna do so much better at being present physically with them. Um, just having that time because like seeing seeing someone in person and, and talking on the phone is is much different. And um, I know my family missed me a lot. I know it's always like, Okay, when you come in home without the pressure of making me feel like okay, you need to be home. They never made me feel that way but i want to be better at showing up for them physically so those two things for 2020
1: what will you be getting rid of moving forward or like what have you learned to let go
2: it's an easy question for me i Mm -hmm. have been like physically let going of things Um, I did a closet clean out the other day and oh my God.
1: I've been meaning to do
2: that. Oh my god. You just realize like the things you've been hoarding (laughs) um that no longer serve you and that you can literally let go to make more room for things to come in.
1: Exactly. But that's
2: a word that can play, you know, you can put that in a, a lot of yeah. like aspects of your life, like let go of things so you can make room for more things to come in. Don't hoard things. You release them and you let them go because how the law of attraction works. Once something is physically let go, something is going to physically return to you. Um, and it's something I told myself after I cleaned my closet. I was like, OK, I should be doing these check ins with myself. Like, I don't know, once a quarter, like every quarter twice a year or something but it was ridiculous that i was looking at some old like some pieces like girl like <laughs> this uh-uh like this you you would, you would not wear this again it's no why do you need, even need to look at it give it away yeah <laughs> we want to know who do you look
0: up to in the girl boss community
2: oh i just followed someone new actually uh probably a couple weeks ago And, um, her name is, uh, I hope I don't butcher it. Jesus. (laughs) I think it's Aurora. Oh, Aurora James.
1: Okay. She's
2: the founder of this. Um, I think it's a shoe brand. I think, I think it's a shoe brand. Uh, Solange have worn the shoes before. Mm -hmm. It's a pretty big brand. Um, and uh, she's been so nice to see every day on my timeline She's someone who embraces um, struggle and discomfort right now. Um, But she's also someone who speaks so much life into her work um, and what she's doing and how she's facing difficult times, the current, like, the time that we're in right Mm -hmm. now. She's been a nice breath of fresh air, to be honest. I don't know her at all. Um, I don't even know if we have any mutuals. Like, in New York, the scenes are so, like, connected. But... Yeah, don't know each other, but she's just been someone I have been looking up to. And every time I just find any type of like, I don't know, chaos in my day, I'll just be like, Oh, let me go see if she posted anything on her story because <laughs> I just need to stay calm. <laughs> like, it's the music that she plays. Um, I've added one of her like playlists, and it's so beautiful. I have to check um, this out. I have to yeah, check it out. it's her aesthetic. She's just such a beautiful black woman, and mm. it's been great to watch her over these last couple of weeks
1: yeah all right this is our last question (laughs) what would you tell your 20 year old self if you could
2: oh honey no uh 20 actually that doesn't seem that seems uh, like that seems long ago but not really because i'm only 20 i'll be 24 this year um but 20 year olds you know 20 to 24 i've learned a lot of things 20 year old self um i would say you're doing great sweetheart
1: i love that <laughs> you know
2: you're doing great <laughs> you are on a wonderful beautiful path yes. um stay calm take breath when you need to but just know that everything is going to work out as it's supposed to mm. Yep. have fun have so much fun and i I had a lot of fun
1: yes um, but
2: have more fun Have more, more fun.
1: fun can never have too much fun you can never have Do you guys too believe much that fun.
2: <laughs> Uh, yeah I do <laughs> <laughs> you can never have too much fun <laughs> so well, yeah, that's what I'll tell me
1: yes well thank you so much for joining us on the you and I podcast Morgan we are so grateful that you took the time to talk to the listeners and us
2: of course thank you guys so much for having me it was such Yes. a pleasure talking so with you good. guys um and this way right, it was a, like a nice little yeah. therapy session i got out a lot of things that perhaps i, I haven't gotten into words yet so thank you guys so much
0: <laughs> i'm happy that you that, <laughs> that happened <laughs> and to our listeners we hope that you gained some tips and tricks on branding and self-care from our conversation with morgan today again we want this to be an ongoing conversation with you so please feel free to leave your questions comments and concerns underneath our latest Instagram post at the UNI podcast.
1: Thanks for listening and we'll see you during next week's episode.
2: Bye. Bye.
1: I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and we would love to hear your thoughts. What did you think? What was your favorite part of the episode? Leave your comments on our latest Insta post at the UNI podcast. We want to include you on this journey. Once again, thank you for listening and we'll see you during next week's episode. Have a wonderful week. Bye.